0: the last few months, people have been coming up to me and reporting that they've been seeing strange things. And I'm not talking about the town speed freak. I'm talking about good, honest, church-going people. Now, I've known these folks my entire life, and they seem downright embarrassed to be bringing it up. You're bringing what up? It's hard to explain.
1: Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, Joshua, and the Luma Mommy herself, Miss April. and on today's episode's lady <laughs> on today's episode ladies and gentlemen oh boy the mothman What's your least favorite insect?
2: Uh, spider. Spider. No, wait, wait. Not technically
0: an insect. That's true.
2: Can we count spiders? I, I I'll allow it. Spiders. <laughs> spiders. Earwigs. Oh, oh yeah! Thank goodness you're not a male prostitute. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. So everybody says spiders, earwigs. tell yeah. What I'm getting? Mm-hmm. What about you? Mm. Bees. Oh, oh, good call. Wasps are pretty shitty, too. <laughs> the last time I got stung... <laughs> the last time I got stung... I is watched that a
0: wasp or just a really just long, t- squeaky fart?
1: <laughs> that was... Yeah. I watched my ankle turn into a watermelon Ooh. in front of me. I was like, that is not cool. So I'm worried the next time I get stung, I'm just going to turn into like the blueberry girl from Willy Wonka and just roll <laughs> away. <laughs> anyway, scale, one to ten. Is the Mothman scary? Does anybody know anything about the Mothman? Nope. Okay. Nope. Imagine, if you will, a five to seven foot tall being with a head like a man, but a wingspan like a gigantic bird. Mm. Hmm. Glowing red eyes. Hmm. In the night is when most of the times that they saw the Mothman.
2: Three. Three? Moths are are harmless. Right on. Yeah, maybe four. Might be a little spooked four. by the actual first image, but right. it's a moth.
0: Just turn a light on and he'll... <laughs> yeah,
2: he'll fly right into it. Yep. <laughs> Don't want those bug zappers.
3: Yeah, get What one a of mess. Those. Right. I'd get a baseball bat and wrap it with that uh, fly swatter that's electrified. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah.
1: um, Three. Um, mothman.
3: The images of
1: the mothman that I mothman, saw... Mothman.
2: Jewish fella. Wings. That,
1: uh, that I saw online... <laughs> The um, descriptions that I heard from people that had sightings of the Mothman, I would put that at a seven. Really? It's, it's really creepy. So we're going to delve into this. So according to a great documentary called Search for the Mothman on YouTube from 2002 with a link that you can actually check out called Mothman li- MothmanLives.com. Which you should check out. And also, there's this really awesome, great website article from PrairieGhost.com called Mothman, the Enigma of Prairie Point Prairie Ghost Pleasant. Companion? No. <laughs> the article is called Mothman, the Enigma of Point Pleasant by Troy Taylor from 2001. Hmm. I found a pretty concise breakdown of what happened, and it's fucking creepy. Really? Hmm. You guys ever see the Mothman Prophecy movie? Nope. No. Richard Gere? Nope. Nope. No hamsters in no. his butt. That oh, no, that's good.
0: That would be a scary movie.
1: That was awesome. <laughs> Keep that in your wheelhouse because that's perfect. <laughs> Josh, what's up? He's stunned because that was too good. <laughs> <sighs> Lemmy Winks. <laughs> All right. Let's get started. November 12th, 1966. Near clean, clean-den-in? Clean-den-in. Uh, Cleveland. clean denin, clean
4: Cleveland. What is, it? What is it? <laughs> if it was Cleveland. I'm like clean denin. Well, I mean,
2: you
3: can't blame me. Clendenin,
1: Clendenin, West Virginia. <laughs> Five men were in the local cemetery preparing a grave for burial when something that looked like a quote brown human being unquote. I think, they're, I think they're technically... <laughs> Is that a darky in this graveyard? <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I thought there was were five the, whiteys, not was, a sixth.
2: Was, was the 60s. Is that a bow?
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this brown human being just took off nearby trees and flew over their heads. The dudes were creeped. Didn't look like a bird, but more like a man with wings, <laughs> like an angel, but weirder. Yeah.
4: Weird. Weird.
1: The Mothman made his first appearance in the news on November sixteenth, nineteen sixty-six, when the Point Pleasant Register reported couples see man-sized bird creature. <laughs> bird <something."> man. <laughs> So the Point Pleasant residents, uh, it was Steve and Mary Millette along with their friends, uh, another couple, Roger and Linda Scarberry. They were um, going; they were driving by the McClintic Wildlife Reserve on um, Route 62 near West Virginia when they cre- they came over a hill and came like literally right up close to a creature they claimed was seven feet tall. Like I said, Ooh. five to seven feet with large red eyes and a 10-foot wingspan. See, that was the thing I couldn't remember was how big the wingspan was. That's fucking big. That's yeah.
3: LeBron James right there. That's bigger than LeBron
1: James. So this creature, they they were like, fuck this, I'm out, and drove away. And seconds, literally moments later, this, this creature was right in front of their car. Wow. So they're scared shitless. The two married couples were like, fuck this let's go to town because that's where all the lights are Mm -hmm. and there's people Mm -hmm. so they're going like 100 miles an hour and all the while this creature was cruising like cruise speed right by them 100 miles an hour in a car and there's a creature just floating right next to you
0: could you imagine the mess if it splatted on their windshield
1: (laughs) it'd take a lot of fluid to get that off yeah it would Um, in some at some points this creature actually went 50 feet above their car Wow. So it like cruised up and it was right. Like, Scanning out uh, al- altitude. <laughs> and the meanwhile they're like, We were all gonna have like a, f- a, f- a fucking key party out in the woods and like <laughs> I was gonna stick your husband's junk in my mouth and you were gonna scissor me timbers with my wife. <laughs> but oh Scissor no. me timbers. That's how pirates did it. Yep. As the car um as the car turned onto farm road, the creature once again managed to block their path as it did in the beginning. This time it actually laid in the road like a It looked like a dead dog. Can you draw me like one of your French girls? (laughs) It kind of, it kind of set this up because it made it feel like when it did this, it was trying to get somebody to come out and actually check on the creature. Like, what are you doing? Dead dog. Are you, are you dead? So, um, Waiting for this person to come investigate, not wanting to fall for what the, what may have been a trap, they backed up and made their way back to town um and and later that night they returned to the farm road this time with deputy their deputy sheriff um that creature that was in the road was gone, but there was also this weird pile of like fur and what like router bits in the place where it was hmm. um the next time that this creature was sighting, and this is more crazy shit, at 10.30 p.m. Um, on that exact same day, there was this guy named um, Newell Partridge. He was a contractor who lived in Salem, 90 miles from Point Pleasant, which is kind of the focal point of this whole story. Mm-hmm. He was watching the tube when suddenly the screen just went dark. He said that there was this like weird pattern on the screen. It was almost like a like Meringue. a... Like, when you get the fuzz channel that happens, it, mm-hmm. Um, there was this pattern that suddenly erupted and then a loud sound from outside that raised its pitch and it sounded suddenly, and I quote, it sounded like a generator winding up. Mm. You guys ever heard that sound before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a weird, like... Like... Kind of like a okay. uh, That was me like trying to suck down food before I choke. Um, Newell Partridge had a dog named Bandit. That's a good name. Mm -hmm. I like
3: that name. Oh, this is gonna be sad. You said had.
1: Uh
0: oh. Oh. This is like the third or fourth.
3: Dogs
1: die on this show a lot. (laughs) A dead dog story. We love dogs. We love dogs, and that'll come through in the what I wrote here, but. Uh, so the dog started barking on the front porch and Partridge went outside to see what, what was up. And, um, when he went out to check on bandit, he saw, um, he was laying, he, about 150 yards from the house there, there was this thing, there was this like unmovable object or not well, there's this, this like it's Andre the Giant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> after, after like 17 cases of wine, just like <laughs> nice dog, boss. Yeah, <laughs> Partridge was confused. He turned on his flashlight in that direction and spotted two red eyes that looked. They they actually kind of looked more like bicycle reflectors. Huh. Um, the red orbs were not animal eyes. He could tell that right away, and he believed. That the sight of them,
2: he had red. Oh, no, I was
1: gonna go with the Betty Davis eyes reference. I lost. He had red
4: reflector <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: The sight of that, like, literally, left him like unmovable. Like it was so creepy to him. Like, what the froze him up? Yeah, I mean, he's in a house, he's all alone. His dog's outside on the porch barking <laughs> his dick off. Anyway, Bandit. That's um, an odd way to bark. Bandit was a hunting dog. <laughs> And he was super protective of his territory, so literally he walks out there, and Bandit just shoots off the porch towards mm-hmm. which towards dogs will do. They'll freaking risk I, their lives for you. Yeah, they will. And this is yeah. So Partridge was like, "Dude, no, stop. Come back. Treat that dog. Treat great, treat great. treat or treat.
2: If they take off, and you've taught them
1: treat, they'll they will come back immediately. Like, whoa, food." Hmm? 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 Of course, Bandit paid him no mind. Oh. Newell turned and went into the house to get his gun, but was too chicken shit and literally forgot to not. He didn't forget, but he lost his fucking scruples and just <sighs> like literally grabbed his grunt, gun and like sat by the door and fell asleep. No. See, I, I'm i going after my dog. Yep. I know. I'm I'm with you, dude. If you're... Stop watching Twilight Especially Zone before... Especially if i have a freaking gun. It's, it's the 60s, so stop watching Twilight Zone before bed. Get your ass out there and grab Bandit. Dogs are family. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, he started sucking his thumb by his gun and then left his poor pup out there all night. <sighs> the next morning, the dog disappeared. <laughs> Two days later, he... Still not found his dog. And when he was reading the evening newspaper, he saw articles pertaining to the creature sightings in Point Pleasant, which is where our story really unfolds. Mm-hmm. There was a part of that article that he read that gave him fucking like the heebie jeebies hardcore. The heebiest of jeebies. Um, Roger Scarberry, one member of the group who spotted the um, creature, said he saw it at the TNT plant. And a that, TN, they just a plant that makes dynamite?
2: <laughs> no, it's, it's so cartoonish. It's where ACDC has our festival. Oh, ACDC at TNT? He entered... Live into, on TBS? He was driving into Point
1: Pleasant and saw <laughs> a ABC. large dog lying... CBS? Hold on, this is where I get to the sad part.
4: I gotta oh, explain no. it. Dog Ro- bits.
1: Roger was driving into Point Pleasant and he saw a large dog lying on oh, the side of the road. No. A few minutes later on the way back out of town, the dog was gone. They even... He stopped to look for the body, knowing that he passed it, but um, Partridge thought, obviously, about his poor dog, and to this day, he's never been seen again. RIP, yeah, R. Bandit. He's a piece of shit owner. Mm-hmm. This is for you, Bandit. Hoptronics. Light. Ecto-cooler. Coffee. Ooh, that was a good one. Should have started with that one. Right? <laughs> <sighs> it makes me sad. Fuck monsters who are animals. I'd like to kick the Mothman right where his supposed genitalia is. Oh. Wow. Unless, unless his dick's on his nose, then I'll punt that dude. That would be... Face. Oh, we've done dick nose before. What a dickhead. Uh, that's why I have to say that. <laughs> so that was, um, I think... That was a few days before, if I if I started this right, it was uh, November twelfth when this whole thing started. So November sixteenth, right? Okay. There's a press conference. Oh. bringing all people who had seen the monster, the press, some some different cops from from the area, and there was this one guy named Halstead. He was deputy Halstead who. He knew all these people, and he he really believed he believed everything they were saying, which is nice to hear yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. "Quote: This is from Roger. They've never been in any trouble." Unquote. He told investigators there was really no reason to doubt what they were saying. Many mm-hmm. of the reporters who were present for the weird occurrences felt exactly the same when they had to listen to these people recount their experiences with this creature with his red eyes. Mm-hmm. The press dubbed him thus for that night afterwards as the Mothman. Basically Mothman. That was after a character, by the way, Mothman the name, came from a character from God the Zero. popular Batman TV series. Oh, really? Yep. Oh. yep. R.I.P. Adam West. Oh, yeah. Um, the TNT plant, which I mentioned. Uh-huh. Dynamite plant. Became the Mothman's lair, or Uh, is kind of where they assumed his lair was. Easy to get rid of. It was a perfect place for him to hide. It held (laughs) hundreds of acres of woods and large concrete domes where high explosives were stored during World War II. I was kidding. (laughs) Very few homes were close to the plant, but one dwelling belonging to a Thomas family on that same day, same November 16th, Press conference. They spotted a funny red light in the sky that moved and hovered above the plant. It wasn't an airplane," um, said one of their friends. And now this is a girl that really becomes a focal point. And I, I can't say girl. This is a woman slash grandma. I mean, I watched footage of this lady talking about it, mm-hmm. and this is where I really started to buy the nuance of this story.
2: Do you have our quotes?
1: There'll be more quotes, but I'll I'll hand it to you for that. <laughs> Uh she couldn't figure the thing out. She drove out to the Thomas home a few minutes later. She got out of her car with her baby. And um what? Said she's like a grandma and she has a baby? Well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Present day she's like a grandma. Oh, okay, I'm but saying like back. In in interviews like for that for that oh, documentary. Gosh. Okay, she was this a mother them. at that time. Yes, she okay. was a young gotcha. mother. Now this is going to this is going to make all of our butts clamp shut, especially being parents. Okay, here we go.
2: Oh my my butt will remain open.
1: <laughs> so Thomas Marcel okay, so she drove to the Thomas home. Okay. Okay. She was on her way out there. And um she got out of the car with her baby who was only six months old. And suddenly there was this figure near her automobile. It seemed, quote from her. Do you want to read it? This is when she was a young lady. Yeah. Well we'll save it for when yeah, she gets exactly. older. Exactly. It seemed as though it had been lying down, she later recalled. Quote, it rose up slowly from the ground, a big gray thing, bigger than a man with terrible glowing eyes, unquote. This lady was scared shitless, so much so when she saw this creature rise up as she got out of her car, she dropped her baby.
0: <gasps> wow. wow.
1: That is weird. In fact, the child laid still and she actually laid on top of her kid like she fell to the ground No more of that please
0: <laughs> I hear enough of that on a day-to-day basis thank you
1: She couldn't fucking move and basically thought her child was dead oh, like she yeah, you she dropped her head Well or her she fell Anyway um basically she laid there eventually happily the child was okay and yeah, took yeah, her yeah. into the house the family was as it turned out locked inside in a pure hysteria Ooh. watching this beast. The creature shuffled onto the porch and peered into the windows. The shuffled police were called, but, the, but the, the the elusive Mothman disappeared before they could arrive. Typical horror movie shit. No kidding. Yep. Scripted. Now again, as I've said, I've seen interviews of Miss Bennett, and with all surviving Mothman um, they've kept their stories. Like, to this day, no one disappeared dis- Credits their story. No one had said like, "Oh, I was the fucking shit housed and drank too much Hoptronics, and I was out on my porch, and I just believed it." So Ryan.
0: <laughs> so after the <laughs>
1: incident, it took months for her to like gain her ground. She was so affected. She went on to seek medical treatment, uh, medical attention for her stress Oof. and her fright. By the by the way, yeah. this is kind of a more you know it moment. Stress is the worst thing for your heart. That's Mm -hmm. what I hear. Whoa! If you're stressed, breathing exercise or general exercise or elimination of the stress from your life is suggested by this guy, your host, with the most. In case you don't hear it enough. But back to our story. Miss Bennett, was tormented by nightmares and told investigators uh. that she believed the creature had visited her home. Oh, no. She said that she could often hear a keening sound like a woman screaming near her isolated home on the edge of Point Pleasant, which is not fun. No, no. that's
3: uh, that'd be pretty scary.
1: Many would come to believe that the sightings of the Mothman, as well as UFO sightings and encounters with men in black in the area were all related. For nearly a year, strange happenings continued in the area. Researchers, investigators, and monster hunters descended on the area, but none as famous as author John Keel, who is Richard Gere's character in uh, Mothman Prophecies. But I think his name is like John... Keely or something okay. like that. It's like a little offset yeah. cuz it's like oh it's based on true story right. not necessarily
2: based true story. on a true story it means you have a lot of leeway.
1: Plus they also set it kind of modern day. It wasn't mm-hmm. 1960s. Right. Um who this character John Keel wrote a lot about Mothman and other unexplained anomalies. Now Keel had written about uh un- unidentified flying objects for a long time but dismisses your kind of standard idea of UFOs, um, he huh. thinks um, his thoughts actually are pretty controversial. Now, according to Keel, man has had a long history of interaction with the supernatural. Um, he believes that the intervention of mysterious strangers or creatures in the lives of um, historic personages like Thomas Jefferson and Malcolm X provides. <laughs> evidence of the continuing presence of gods of old. So he's kind of like a guy that believes that like there, there are old gods before the gods that we believe now mm-hmm. that are still in this world. Kind of like an American gods type thing. If you're watching that show, Hey, I like it too. Um, there's these old creatures that we can't explain that come back into our world. who are kind of just adapting to this modern day world that we're living in living in um the manis- manifestation of these elder gods comes in the form of ufos and aliens monsters demons angels and even ghosts Ooh, love to do acid with this guy or even interview him realistically <laughs> um so there's like these crazy crazy things that keel comes across he uh was a major writer about the mothman case and wrote at least about a hundred, this is what's crazy, a hundred people personally witnessed the creature between November 1966 <coughs> and November
2: 1967.
1: That's, That's a, a, lot that a lot of sightings. That is a lot of sightings. Compared to all of our other cryptids, I mean, there's like five, a hundred people. And I mean, maybe these guys were bored, but come on, a hundred? Twenty is like, is the most amount of people I can get to come to a Glassfield show. <laughs> so like, a hundred... I'm
2: a musician.
3: Yeah.
0: It was a hot name drop, too. I like well, that.
2: Actually, you should listen to Glassfield. They are oh. fucking amazing. <laughs> yes.
1: According to these those reports, the creature stood between five to seven feet, like I said, was wider than a man and shuffled on human-like legs. Its eyes were set near the, the top... The penguin. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes were set near the tops of the shoulders and had bat-like wings that glided rather than flapped when it flew. Strangely, I was able to ascend straight up like a helicopter. Strangely... The creature was able, not me, was able to ascend straight up like a helicopter. So it was like, it has that ability oh, so to just go, just like Rick Flair, right? Woo! So it gave off the screeching sound as Miss Bennett stated that it sounded like a woman screaming. So. John Keel arrives in Point Pleasant in December of 1966 and started collecting the reports of the Mothman, even UFO reports because he believed it was all connected. <laughs> uh, before the creature was even seen, he also compiled all evidence on everything, even if it was like I think my fart sound weird. My dog talks to me in French. Like he took all of that evidence bark, bark. and kind of woof it. You there. Keep picking my nose. I got bark in there. Sorry. <laughs> um, Snorting trees. I have been. <laughs> Lights had been seen in the skies uh, around the TNT plant, and cars that passed around the <laughs> nearby roads sometimes stalled out with no explanation, like brand new cars. He and his fellow his fellow researchers also uncovered a number of short lived poltergeist cases in the Ohio, Ohio Valley. Because now, um. Point Pleasant is in between West Virginia and Ohio. Okay. So you've got these two states kind of with activity. Um, so locked doors opened and closed by themselves. Strange thumps were heard inside and outside of homes along with voices. In fact, the James Liley family who lived just south of the TNT plant were so bothered by these weird crazy events that they finally sold their home and moved to another neighborhood. Keel was convinced it was all connected. Hmm. And stranger shit still happened. Now this is where it even gets, this is where I got sold. And I'm saying that early, but I just have to say, this is, I'm explaining. So there's this reporter. Her name is Mary Heyer. She's a correspondent for the Athens, Ohio newspaper. She wrote extensively about local sightings and um, she's documented and she has interviews. So one very active weekend, she was deluged with over f- five hundred phone calls from people who saw strange lights in the skies. Wow! Whoa! Wow! One night in January nineteen sixty seven, while she was what year one- was that? I'm sorry, January nineteen sixty seven. Sorry, seven kind of in- <laughs> Seven rolled into six. There, in January nineteen sixty seven, she was working late in her office in the county courthouse when a man walked in the door. This man was short. He had weird eyes that were covered with these really thick rimmed glasses. He also had long black hair that was cut squarely like a bowl cut. Mm. He spoke to her in a low, halting voice and he asked her directions to Welsh, West Virginia. She thought that he had some sort of speech impediment and really scared the shit out of her. Quote, oh, It could be a host he for this podcast then. I know. <laughs> He's going to you be know what, Why in. why
3: you got to pick on me like that? Oh,
1: thanks Josh, you took the bullet. <laughs> he kept getting closer and closer to me, she said, and his funny eyes were staring at me almost hypnotically. Alarmed, she summoned a coworker who happened to be the manager <laughs> there, and uh he came to her office and together they spoke to this strange little man who got lost from Twin Peaks and ended up in their office. Not necessarily Twin Peaks, but you get what I'm saying. As they talked, the telephone actually rang, and she answered it. And the little man picked up a pen in the room with amazement, as if he had never seen a pen before. He took it, and then, laughing maniacally, loudly ran out of the building. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Aww.
1: Several weeks later, Hire, uh, our reporter lady, was crossing the street near her office in the same and saw this man. He appeared to be startled when he realized she was watching him and then turned away quickly and ran for a large black car that suddenly came around the corner. The little man jumped up into the vehicle and they quickly left.
3: Well, yeah, he he stole her pen.
1: Yeah. I know, right? By this time, most of the sightings had come to an end And Mothman had faded away But there was one last final act to come The story in Point Pleasant was not finished And you're going to hear about that <laughs> After our break
3: mm-hmm. Now, improvised search parties are Attempting to find it in the box.
0: Just what it is, no one is sure And then when it came up over the trees I could see it was a, a bird A huge bird
2: We couldn't believe what we really saw and This thing was standing there with, with It had a body just like a man You see muscles in its legs we sit
1: there for a minute, looked at each other, and then we took off. We're back. Yep. That mm-hmm. was quick. We're all drink defied and smoke defied. We're drinking smoke defied. So at around five in the evening on december sixteenth, nineteen sixty seven, the coldest day that winter had seen thus far, the seven hundred foot bridge linking Point Pleasant from West Virginia to Ohio suddenly collapsed. While filled with rush hour traffic. Oh, whoa. People were on the bridge when it oh, collapsed. Yeah. That's oh, fucked. Yeah. Dozens, hey, right there. yep. m- Dozens of vehicles plunged into <laughs> the dark. moth right there. Yep. It's a prophecy. It is. Dozens of vehicles plunge into the dark waters. Jesus of moths. Yeah. Jesus moth. They, they, there were 46 people who were killed. Duh. Two of those. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are we good? Are you, are you drinking and listening to the show? If
0: everyone you, could just see the look on Ryan's face, right? He, now. he cle- hates burps. Cle- He's got that, like, disappointed dad face. By the way, yep. either
1: tweet us or email us or Facebook us. Are the burps too much? So dozens of vehicles plunged into the dark waters of the Ohio River, and 46 people were killed. Two of those were never found, and the other 44 are buried together in the Tau Cemetery of Gallipoli, Ohio. And now, here is a clip of the disaster and the ones who lived through it.
4: What is the first thing that
1: happened,
0: Mrs. Fowler, that made you know something was wrong? The bridge was swaying. And um, the big, we heard a loud noise. And at that point, I thought someone had hit the bridge underneath one of the boats or barges and I threw my car into reverse, and as I threw it on reverse, the bridge incline came up this way, and as I backed off, when my car stopped on me, my tires was right on the ledge where it broke off. And as I got down, I could see the bridge was falling, and uh, people were hollering and all. How far were you from absolute safety? I've over a car at
2: have been, might have been another car lamp might have made
0: it. It came down like you'd stack dominoes and give them a push and you know how they'll fold. That's the way it looked like it was folding toward me. We run back that way to see if there's anything we could do and we could see, one, there's one big tractor and trailer must have been way back and you could see it floating and other things are floating down the river and these people started to haul in there and we was trying to help them. There wasn't much she could do anymore. People were screaming. You could hear, hear them hollering for help.
4: The Silver Bridge collapsed catastrophically, completely disappearing beneath the river's waters. 46 people died, making it the worst bridge accident in American history at the time.
1: So to give you guys a little bit of perspective, we played a clip from the documentary uh, Search for the Mothman. And, um... I thought that that kind of illustrated a little bit just hearing those people's voices who had to go through that horrible, horrible Mm -hmm. tragedy. This is coming after all this Mothman prophecy stuff. Um, The uh, James Lilly family, who still at the time actually still lived near the TNT plant, counted more than 12 eerie different lights that flashed in their above their home and vanished into the forest by the factory. The collapse of the Silver Bridge made headlines around the country. And Mary here, our reporter friend, went days without sleep as reporters wow. and television crews from everywhere descended onto the town. The local citizens were stunned with horror and disbelief at the tragedy. It was horrible. I mean, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a horrible tragedy. It's the mm-hmm. worst bridge disaster Ever. I mean, Jeez. in a community that size, a lot of people knew each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, people lost
2: brothers, sisters, sisters wives. Brothers.
1: Yeah, of course. <sighs> During Christmas week, a short, dark haired, skinned man entered the office of Mary here. He was dressed in a black suit with a black tie, and she said that he looked vaguely Asian. He had high cheekbones, narrow eyes, and an unidentified accent. He was not interested in the bridge, but wanted to know about the local UFO sightings. Pierre was too busy to talk with him, and she handed him a file of related press clippings instead. He was not interested in them and insisted on speaking with her until she finally dismissed him from her office. The same night, an identically dressed and described a man visited the homes of several witnesses in the area who reported seeing lights he made all of them very uncomfortable and while he claimed to be a reporter from Cambridge Ohio he inadvertently admitted that he did not know where Columbus Ohio was so in summary ghost lights men in black UFOs people scared shitless falling on kids in a goddamn bridge disaster yes one has it all it does. Yeah. yeah. Scary shit. And honestly, in my opinion, has to be connected or explained in some sense. Things don't just happen for no reason. But before we get crazy, before we get nuts, because this is a cryptid, mm-hmm. we have to do a what if.
4: What if? Hmm.
1: What if a cryptid tried to pick another cryptid up for a date? What would it sound like? Okay. Who's who? All right. So, um,. I would assume if you're gonna pick somebody up, you're at a bar. Okay, okay. we'll okay. do bar.
3: Oh right, so best pickup line.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's Josh, see. why don't you set this up for us?
4: Yeah.
3: Larry's gonna be a melon head
0: mm. Okay. <laughs> okay.
3: April is going to be the Loch Ness monster. Okay. And Ryan, you know, because I like to keep it. Uh, Topical and fresh. fresh, so you're going to be the moth fan.
2: Okay. I'll be the moth.
3: Larry, go first. Okay. Hi, oh. hey, baby. Hello. Oh, nice.
2: Do I no kind of head I can give?
4: Do you have a head cold?
2: No, this is just... I have a head cold. It's like, oh, my goodness. It's like... If someone felt a little bit too full.
4: (laughs) You're so funny.
2: Thank you. So, were you. Oh, you got a
4: little uh, something on your shirt there.
2: Sorry about that. Does your shirt say. Let me see the tag on your shirt. Yep, it says, Meet in Heaven.
4: Oh, you funny, funny guy, you. I it says re- pink on it.
2: Oh, I didn't realize
1: that uh, angels flew so low to the ground. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that has been your melon head pickup line. So now we're going to go with our, we're going to go with the lockbox uh, monster. Josh, okay. Josh, you're judging, by the way. Yes.
3: Yep. Oh, yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> Hello there. Ooh, how oh. are you doing this evening i'm i'm great how are you i'm lovely oh my. i have a question for you yeah would right. you like to come back to my place tonight and and do what well you see i have a couch that pulls out but i don't
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know i i've always dreamed of that so i can Scrape my goopy vagina across oh, the kitchen floor dude. like a slug.
1: <laughs> You're a bad pickup wife. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, all right. So that's wow. One, that that Scottish accent Ooh. got to me. It's the one. The beat. <laughs> Alas, what if I will be playing the Mothman, trying to hit on a sexy female in a bar with a big beer. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Don't judge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, here we go. And scene.
4: <laughs> oh, you have some big, pretty red eyes.
1: I better to see you with, my dear.
4: Aw, you're so cute. What are you drinking? Oh, I have just a bottle of wine tonight.
1: That's good. I, um, I'm um, i looking for a fast and quick date, actually, tonight.
4: I, I am quick.
1: <laughs> Score. Can I get a bottle of your cheapest tequila, please?
2: <laughs> Even the Mothman's Dutch. Right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, this one time I went to Mardi Gras, and I had, a, like... A whole bottle of tequila. I had so many beads by the end of the night. I bet.
1: <laughs> Bitch, please. We're going to have a great night. <laughs> Do you know my wingspan is 10
2: feet? Mm.
4: You know what they say.
2: Large wingspan. Large dong span.
1: <laughs> Indeed.
2: I'll take you back to
1: this hotel and I'll make you scream. Your voice changed. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I got excited. <laughs> your vagina is like a candlelight. <laughs> it's kind of a clap on, clap off.
4: I do have a clap. <laughs> oh! <laughs> All
1: right, that's been your what if for the week. What if? That rounds it out, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, April obviously won this. Good job, April. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That was a. <laughs> Ryan and <laughs> I were like. <laughs> I know my fucking feathers got a t- mm. tuffle. So pop culture um we got to cover it. It's time for the pop culture minute Josh. Sonic,
4: Sonic boom.
1: boom. So obviously the Mothman Prophecies is a great movie that mm-hmm. came out in 2002. Uh, Richard Gere, Laura Linney.
4: <laughs> out. A great adventure.
3: <laughs> uh, not the only Mothman movie, however. Right. Uh, there was a sci-fi original mo- film in 2010 called Mothman, really? which we now know is probably like a two out of ten, which means, which means we're going to awesome. watch it. <laughs> yep, we're going to watch it at Ryan's. A uh, yeah. A couple documentaries, Eyes of the Mothman, which came out in 2011, and as well as Mothman Country, which also came out in 2011.
2: No country for old Mothman?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's an award winner. <laughs> couple games that the Mothman pops up in. Uh, did you guys ever play uh, any of the Metroid games?
1: Yes, Super Metroid.
3: Okay. Uh, well, in Metroid Prime 2... The Luminov, a tribe of moth-like humanoid creatures, appear. Uh, it was a, the game was out for the GameCube, and
1: oh, oh. so satisfying. No, it
3: wasn't slow enough. You got you gotta you gotta
1: get that crisp. He's a quick snapper. Sounds just. You sound like my wife.
4: <laughs> that was not quick <laughs> enough. Too fast.
1: Not slow enough. Oh yeah, sorry. Not slow enough.
4: Oh, Larry.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm called the Jackhammer for a reason. <laughs> because it takes union work to do what I do.
3: <laughs> and, uh,
1: Damn. <laughs> I wish you were my but You sure do.
3: <laughs> in Castlevania, <gasps> Dawn of Sorrow, Mothman is one of the three crypt zoology-based monsters, along with the Yeti and the Flying Humanoid. It yeah, also appears in Yeti Persona 4? Uh, nope, uh, Castlevania Portrait of Ruin.
1: There's a Persona 4. Persona 4? Persona 4. In the Certain Shin
3: Megami Tensei series, uh, Mothman often appears as a demon that the main characters can use as an ally. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, in GTA, again. Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. For real? I've noticed that a lot of these cryptids pop up in a Grand Theft Auto game or another. Oh, wow. Ooh, you drew that out there.
1: That was awesome.
3: Uh, <laughs> in San Andreas, actually, Oh, okay. uh, Mothman is said to be located in the desert. In hmm. the
4: desert. I was just about to start, start singing. No that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> in television, okay. In season oh, wow. five, episode four of the X Files. Agent Mulder hypothesizes that the supernatural events occurring may be related to the creature. However, Mulder refers to a group of creatures called the Mothman as opposed to a singular Mothman.
2: Mothmen?
3: Yeah, I think there's, there's uh, multiple Mothies. Moth- Mothers.
2: Motherfucker. Ha! <laughs>
3: Uh, and a couple different shows, uh, Lost Tapes, uh, Mothman is, appears on an episode of that, Monster Quest, and Invader Zim. I don't know if you guys ever watched that.
2: No, never even heard of it.
3: Really? No. It was a cartoon from, I want, late 90s? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Interesting show. It was on Nickelodeon. It's too old. Yeah. This This show was definitely not, I think, for young kids not mickey mouse clubhouse <laughs> mm-hmm. so in anyways, uh on the mickey moth
0: club <laughs> well it has quite a bit of a like a cult following
3: oh like definitely
0: a- it's like you'd find the clothing in hot topic it's like that oh, kind okay. of deal yeah
3: it's even after all these years people still love it. Yeah. it it wasn't around very long
2: no hot topic be different but shop here right <laughs>
3: Now you go there and you see these teeny boppers. I, I I get the sense. Oh God, of like, that
0: made you sound old.
3: I become a hipster. I walk in. I walk into Hot Topic now, and it's like, man, I remember coming here when it wasn't cool. <laughs> it's in a mall. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. But I'd be like, oh. God, You used to walk in and they'd have, it's like, like me going Slayer. to Annie's
2: pretzels and going, these pretzels aren't cool.
3: <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> I, I just, liked Annie's
2: pretzels before they went mainstream. Uh, <laughs> oh,
3: I, I think I've said something to that effect about Hot Topic. Like, I remember coming
1: here when I was like Ugh. 17 and everything in here was black. Sla- <laughs> Slapping the listening <laughs> headphones on and listening to like, the first Mudvayne record. Yeah, oh, like I was Cannibal shopping
2: Corpse. at Spencer Gifts before it was cool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> before it was cool to buy dildos. Right, I bought a dildo.
1: <laughs> Fuck coolness. And fuck politeness. Ooh, somebody's <laughs> dildos going off. No, it's Larry shaving. Right
3: on. Oof. So, anyways, oh, on Invader Zim, the character Dib is a member of clandestine organization called the Swollen Eye, where his code name was Mothman. Hmm. <laughs> kind of distant, but still kind of there. It's there. Uh in different books, but meh, they're books. Who reads? <laughs> Good
1: lord. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen that's been your pop culture so let's round this out with a verdict actually <sighs> all right so um i i'm i will start unless you want to josh
3: yeah i i because I, I was gonna throw something out there real quick go for uh, it uh is your your question does he exist yes uh i on break i did a little bit of extra research and I've discovered there's still to this day there's still sightings oh yeah uh, and I it'd be one thing if I was just going on say Google images and just saw stuff on there but the what the site that I went to which I I I would say it's more reliable because they do try to get facts they try to distinguish and that, that is Snopes. A lot of people, they, if they hear something, they'll go to Snopes so they can quickly say, "No, that's disproven." Mm-hmm. This uh, particular sighting uh, that I found on there in 2016, they even have on there that it's not, it's not been proven, but it's not false either. It's just it's open. They they can't prove whether it was real or not. And for me, that's kind of a that's kind of crazy. Uh, these stories. There's a lot. There are too many people in, the, in the, all the all this information you presented us that no matter what I feel like something is happening. You have to think that something is happening in that area that's unexplainable and whether it's if you think it's the Mothman or not there, there's still something weird. In this case given the fact that there are some images out there that may or may not be photoshopped but have not been proven by people that I've seen that, oh, this is definitely photoshopped. I am going to say that I think it's maybe true. Wow. I think maybe he is uh, out there.
1: Uh, wow. 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 April
0: shoot. Welcome um, to the mic. Up. I don't know. I always have a hard time believing in, in cryptids. Yeah. It, it would have to be one of those things where unless I see it with my own eyes, I'm not I'm I'm not not buying it. I mean, out of all of them, right on. Way to go! He's on Facebook Messenger. He super liked something. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I out of all the cryptids that we've covered, this is the one that I'm most like. Well, I mean, you can't argue with all of the accounts of seeing him, but. It's scary.
1: It involves UFOs, which are aliens that we've covered.
0: Um, I'd I'd say I'm a hesitant no, but a no nonetheless, yeah.
1: Right. Larry?
2: The thing that I am getting hung up on is a lack of a carcass or a body or skeleton, some sort of remains. Mm Mm-hmm. And that, that is kind of my, I need to see that before I will believe it.
1: Well, we had remains for the uh, chupacabra. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, yes, there were sandhill cranes that they thought were uh, not chupacabra. Mothman. Mothman, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say no. Okay.
2: Until I see some sort of uh, remains of some sort
1: which is completely
3: understandable. I I I I want to say that as as far as my yes was concerned, it was that just beyond the line of saying I I don't think so. It it was just beyond. That. I'm not saying it's a hard hard yes, but it's just enough that I'm like I, I think that something is there. Something is happening.
1: I'm going to say yes because I think there's a creature behind all the myths. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a UFO. See, the thing is, I I believe in aliens. There's a government testing. Okay, it was called a TNT station, but it had hundreds of acres, so they could, like, test something out there. Mm -hmm. Maybe they have, like, some new style of, like, this is this is a creature that's gonna check on people who I don't know don't have green cards or something i, I I'm just imagining wow, okay dig yourself deeper. I'm just saying they have this big vast landscape that they can make they can make anything if they want to who knows what it's gonna be and those red eyes they could be like. Tracers. I don't know, like uh, the first iteration of GPS. Maybe it's something to do with like Google and and all the imaging software that comes up nowadays in like 2017. I mean, this is ah, uh, oh, it's getting late, ladies and gentlemen, right? Um, so this is something that I just I can't back down from. I watch a lot of video footage of people who have Mothman sightings. I listened to a lot of people who talked about sightings. I also read a lot and it's it just doesn't seem like it's fake. I don't think I don't think a hundred people would fake something. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would come to the deputies who believe them, by the way. Like, how about cops believing you? That's like another like three percent out of a hundred that, right. that percent that would actually kinda take the validity of that and say, well, maybe they're right. This is something that is real. This is something that is out there. You can't deny it. It's a 50-50 split tonight, ladies and gentlemen, but that's fine because we will cover all the cryptids until the day we die because we are goddamn conspiracy therapy. And that's who we are. So you got a quiz? No, we don't have a quiz because that is not what cryptids do. We don't need a quiz for cryptids. Not tonight. Pull over. Pull the Thunderbird over. Guys, it's time for plugs. So, Josh, where would you be if you were not here? I'm on all the
3: podcasts. (laughs) Uh, If you like video games, Stiff Joystick Podcast, that is on Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud.
0: And of course, if you like wrestling history, find us on the Potty Slam Podcast on Facebook and Twitter and Potomatic.
2: If you enjoy baseball history,
1: check out
4: ephispodcast.net.
1: And of course, if you enjoy the show that you're listening to, you can write us at conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com. Send us a a suggestion. Or if you have a question for any of your hosts that you enjoy to listen to week after week, as we pour our hearts out. We would love to answer those questions, but also uh, if it's something you want us to cover, by all means, send us a send us a <laughs> Also, every S- time an episode chicken. comes out, it's on conspiracy. Mm. Conspiracy <laughs> T Show is our Twitter and uh, Facebook. Automatic, all those things. But if you really want to know about things that happen on this show and others, you'll follow us at Beer City Media on Twitter, on Twitter and Facebook, Facebook, yeah, and all the things. Are we on Grinder? No, I am. (laughs) Right on. So Larry's on Grinder. That'll make you happy. (laughs) And uh, make my wife happy, though.
3: (laughs) He's big Papa Bear sixty
1: nine. Sixty nine. Good job, Larry. Thank you. Hey, yeah. thanks for supporting our brothers in blue. What? <laughs> we'll see you next week on another episode of Conspiracy <laughs> Therapy Podcast. We love you. Good night.
3: Weird apples. Serious actors, I own the movie and my spirit is raptured. The human pyramid collapses under its strength. Yo, how did the apple get up there in the first place? I'm thirsty. Tommy's the third dimension up like a jellyfish. Umbrellas and squids, pelicans survey the land hunted by snakes. The opposite of opposites, intersectioning of fate. Of course, I know nothing, but yo, I so something for those who throw up their heart. I kiss the golden and transcend it, harbor the flows of soul,
4: solid, You know the soul loves it. Everything you ever think you done did, I just undid. I'm gonna strive to live vital and shine vibrant. Instead of being pissed off like a fire hydrant. The times is flying by as we apply the science of divine quietness to fight the silence. A cash record, unleash your rap epic, have a nap, wake up, come back, and smash skeptics. You lack ethics and can't decipher what is ill. So zip up your alphabet and shut, shut your you duck bill. I see y'all perched up there, rocking the sky like the molecule, acting volatile, and all the while you got hardly any style of substance to speak of. Eventually, the public's gonna have to speak of love and harmony green thumb we got any need drug lobotomy we think methodically g-spot freestyle free parking, monopoly you barking off the wrong tree dog mothman prophecy this is by the presentation of beer city media